0: And now, the award-winning Powerhouse Voice of Radio, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. We're going to change the tables a little bit today, and I'm going to be interviewed by a wonderful woman. Her name is Jill Mangino, and Jill is the president of Circle 3 Media. She works with a lot of authors and people in the more spiritual human potential movement who are really trying to make positive change and i've known jill a long time she's brought me a lot of incredible best-selling authors and so today uh, we decided that she would interview me we'd also have a conversation because our work is similar in a lot of ways she brings these people to the forefront and i'm certainly doing a lot of positive messaging so welcome jill well, Jill will be back with us in one I'm, second. I'm here. Oh, good, 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 okay. Thank you so good. much for having yeah. me
1: on, and this is a lot of fun. You know, I just have so much admiration for you, and as you said, we go back so long um, as being people that are really dedicated to, to conscious media and to getting positive messages in the world. Um, you know, as a, as a founder of a PR agency and a media strategist, I've always you know, really been, um, dedicated, I niched my business, uh, gosh, about probably starting in 1997 when I met a woman named Ariel Ford and, oh, uh, her well. Arielle I've was her. really I've one
0: interviewed
1: of the first out there and started this niche, um, you know, in this yeah. genre, she was Deepak Chopra's publicist for 20 years. Yeah. She launched Chicken Soup for the Soul and, um, Dom yeah. Miguel Ruiz, Neil Donald Walsh, Marianne
0: Williamson,
1: yeah. and I and have, her, can her you hear me? Debbie. Jill?
0: Sorry, go ahead. Can, 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 yeah, I've interviewed her several times, and she yeah, is she's, just, she's um, just amazing. Been. And I've interviewed Neil Donald Walsh, and, you sure. know, just amazing people. Amazing. Yeah, and, you
1: know, Ariel. when I met her and I realized um, I was always interested in spirituality and alternative health. And, in fact, I had a radio show myself when I think I was 23 years old. I was living in Honolulu. I had a radio show called Positive Perspectives on KWAI oh, Radio in Honolulu. And it was really kind of my first taste of being able to reach people um, with uh, positive information, life changing yeah. information. So yeah. I admire so much what you've been doing, and just been watching you grow over the years. And it's just Thank such you. a delight uh, to work with you. So Thank today you. will be fun because I I love to find out more about your work because um, you know it's always interesting to know how somebody got interested in in this sort of area of uh, of promoting positive yeah positivity and positive messages in the world and which you do through your radio programs and your podcasts.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's in, it's interesting oh. because um, I have another program and someone called in and said, you know, your brand is positive living. But usually people who are, you know, have a mission. Usually they've been through something that makes them do this. You know, they've yeah. been through some hardships. So, and There's actually, that, that's very that true. Led you in the past, yeah, to, uh, yeah I think, think that's very to, true for me. I think. Pardon? I can't. It's hard for me Is to hear you. Is there something that led you... Or I actually, should probably take the
1: speakerphone off. There we go. Is there something that led you to want to do yeah, this a career? Yeah,
0: I think, you know, I, I grew up in a, a family of achievement and accomplishment. And, um, and you know, and I did well. But I think uh, the messaging wasn't always positive. There was a lot of criticism. And right. I'm very sensitive. Uh, and I think that that was hard for me. Even though I worked through it all... Um, What I learned is that, you know, the way that you say something to someone and the words you use um, really, really impact them greatly. And so that's been kind of a mission for me. And also, I want to be around those beautiful, wonderful people. And so I kind of joined this more spiritual, holistic, if you will, world way back in the 80s, you know, when we were just starting with all of this. And um, it's helped me over the years. It's really helped me to get through the hard times. It's helped me to stay positive. It's helped me in terms of the way that I eat and exercise and Mm -hmm. think. I mean, it's really been incredible for me. Well, how did so you started as an educator, right? Yeah, I and was a, guide you, a teacher. I was a teacher and a guidance counselor, and okay. you know, I think that gave me the the listening abilities because I have a master's in counseling. So I certainly am okay. a good listener. I know how to present and teach, which I really mm-hmm. do on the air because I'm helping people get their messages out. Right, but. I, I think the real interesting piece, Jill, is that as a little girl, I had this beautiful singing voice. So I was like this child prodigy singer. Wow. And who knew that I would ever use my voice as my career? One <laughs> day I on turned like, around. Were on Star Search? Were you on one of those shows? I know. No, 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 but I sang a lot, and I had a full right. voice scholarship, and my mother was a music teacher, and we had two baby grand pianos in our house, and music, 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 and more music, and dancing, and singing, mm. and you know, who knew, I turned around, you know, after I had the show for a while, and I went, wait a minute, I'm using my voice, same thing, you know, so I can't afford to get a sore throat or the way a singer can't, exactly. because my voice is my, voice is my, is my vehicle,
1: Was there, right, well, and isn't that, you know, I guess that makes absolute sense, but was there something, you know, for me, I know, I was sick, I was very sick from the time I was 12 years old, and so I went on a search for healing, because every medical doctor, Western medical doctor, could not diagnose me and I remember finishing college but I, I actually studied broadcasting because I wanted to be a newswoman and then when I worked in the television news there was, it was so much negative energy it was almost people were thriving on oh good something bad happened we have a news story so yeah. as a sensitive person like you, you're, yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm a self proclaimed HSP highly sensitive person me too um, me too I, I would meet all the um, publicists bringing their clients in for interviews I worked on a, on a television morning show but I was still always, um, I mean, I was doubled over every month, in the ER every month, and that's when I went on my, my journey uh, of transformation. I think someone, you know, I was working in a health food store in college, and someone handed me Louise Hay's um, You Can Heal Your Life book, and that was one of those first books that really opened my eyes to that there was something else out there that I knew I could heal myself, so, um, mm-hmm. you know, that's what set me on my journey, but also got me interested in this area and i think you like you said the power of words and, and really how negative words can wound us because yeah. i had a kind of a similar childhood of never being told you know i'm proud of you or it was a very a crazy you know italian <laughs> italian family from new jersey uh you can uh, you can read into that for yourself uh, but um you know i was i was uh, influenced by um by sickness and wanting to heal and that's what initially got me uh, interested in in consciousness and in in um, in you know helping people overcome challenges because that's what I did personally, and uh, yeah. so it sounds like you know you kind of had that same motivation or even when you were working with younger people you could see I'm sure you saw a lot of transformation just working one on one with those children and I'm sure that that must have yeah, influenced absolutely. what you do now.
0: Yeah, mine was different from yours. I kind of literally fell into it. I was walking down the street one day and someone said, you know, cable television is starting. I mean, it was when cable TV first started Community Access in 1982. It's like (laughs) at the very beginning. I was always ahead of my time. And they said, you know, you ought to consider doing a TV show. And I said, good idea. And I called the station and Mm -hmm. I said, you know, I'd love to do something on positive people. And she said, great, come on down and do it. And I said, what? And that was the beginning. That was the beginning of just yeah, creating it. I love it. I love yeah. it. So I was never, I was never in broadcast media. I right. don't think I could do it, Jill. It's too negative for me. Oh yeah, I, I couldn't either.
1: I mean, I wanted to be Diane Sawyer, but when I, the reality of it being in that newsroom and knowing there's no way my skin is not thick enough for this. Um, you know, and then I, of course, worked in Manhattan when I was younger because I'm a, I'm a Jersey girl. I went to college in New Jersey. Um, I one of the one of the um, publicists that was bringing clients in, and one of those uh, one of those regular guests was a man named Gary Null, and he had a big influence on me. He was a big health advocate. He had a radio show in uh, New York City. I don't know if you've heard of him. Um, well. But I know he worked
0: very well. Gary yeah. Null. Do you know who he is? I know him very well. I know him both yeah. well. Oh, yeah, so
1: I worked for Gary Noe when I was like 19 years old, and that's when I became a vegetarian. That's when I learned that it wasn't just about positive thinking. It was about what I was putting into my body. So I became, I've been a vegetarian probably 35 years now because of, because of Gary. Um, but it's interesting that we were both interested in the word. The word positivity is is so important. And how would you define that, you know, because... You know, you're you're obviously inspired to help other people find positive solutions. But how do you today? How would you define the word positive? Since it's oh, so integral to you, in what you in do? In a word,
0: in a word, I would say hope. Mm. I see positive as hope, and mm. I like that, that word. Too. That's yeah. really, that's, that's what powerful. I, that's what, let's see. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah I say, <laughs> I say, faith. My big mantra is full faith.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. Well, similar, similar yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, but, you know, that. I do want to say, though, for, for both of us, and I, I think it's, it's important that the listeners hear this. Yes. This does not, what we're talking about now, in no way equates to the word easy. In <laughs> fact, I think it's the opposite. I think it's very difficult to walk this road. I do. Oh, I cheers. think people that, I'm being honest here, I think people that don't have this awareness or sensitivity, I think life's easier because they don't see it. Now, do they, they might get sick. They may have a disease, but in terms of like every day being affected on a conscious level, people, a lot of people don't feel what you and I feel. They don't.
1: Well, especially if you're an HSP and an empath, which I've always been. And that's right. why I, I went out on my own very young. So I was very fortunate when I met Arielle Ford um, and I realized what she was doing. I said, you know, I would love to do what you're doing. She said, move to San Diego, just come here. And I said, my spirit knew. I was supposed to just go. I actually rented her friend's house. I didn't even see it. I just knew I was supposed to go. And she had an agency at the time with six women working for her. You know, and I'd worked in PR in Manhattan. I'd worked for two other companies. I worked in high-tech PR. I kind of did a little bit of everything. And PR, in, a, in itself, itself, most people don't understand. Forbes Magazine, every year, the list PR executive and the list of the top ten most spiritual. Uh, sorry, most stressful jobs so even though I work in the in the area of consciousness, it's there's a you know there's still mm-hmm. a lot of stress around. It. It's mm-hmm. not an easy it's mm-hmm. not an easy path to be
0: what I call well, a light worker. And, and I'll be honest yeah. with you, you. know I I work. I um, have another radio show that's on broadcast radio. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're talking about broadcasters that every single day during the week, five days a week, they're talking about all of those news things. And they're screaming and shouting and yelling about what's wrong and what didn't work. And, and mm-hmm. so it's, it's different from what I do on weekends. So I am exposed to it. I do see it. Yeah. And I actually filled in for one of those people, but I don't do that kind of radio. So when I'd fill in, right. I just do my own thing. And that right. worked for a little while until the station said, no, we don't want your brand. No, we don't want oh. your brand during the week. You know, so now they're back to that same kind of thing. Because it was but too it's positive. not what I want it's to not do. It's not what enough. I do.
1: Yeah, they wanted the controversy, they wanted the right. drama, and uh, I totally understand that. So when you just so um, you know, because I, I we've gone back so far, I know I remember Jim. You had did you go from
0: cable TV to uh, local radio in Connecticut? Is that where you? No, that, I went from cable TV transition? in in Connecticut, in Massachusetts, to cable oh, okay. TV in Connecticut then to uh, network television in North Carolina, and then network radio in North Carolina. Okay. And it was always your, the, the theme of your, your show. Same thing. Same for, thing, from thing from the very about beginning. About transformation, Never self-help,
1: yep. uh, personal transformation. And
0: I've been really lucky to interview some of the most amazing. Maya Angelou has, has been on my program. I oh, mean, wow. just amazing people. Wow! Yeah. Have you ever had an interaction with a guest that
1: had really moved you, or really, you know? You, I'm sure you have so many great stories. Has is there one that stands out for you that really has impacted you, you personally? Yeah, and Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou. Oh, you have to tell me about that.
0: I have that. Can you tell, on us, the tell us? Tell us. Tell
1: What? I mean, she's such she, an iconic
0: person. Iconic. I mean, so, uh, well, so, I'll, t- I'll tell you what I think struck me. What struck me about Maya Angelou is that mm-hmm. she went through—I mean, so much. I mean, really, as a as a young adult, she lost her voice for a while. She might have been raped. I mean, she's she went through a horrendous childhood, right? And she came out of that, and she has such love and such grace and such forgiveness. Oh. Um, it, it's just—it's just amazing.
1: Wow. So, is there something that she said to you specifically, or something that stuck with you? Is there something that you remember from that experience? Were you I able to interview her? In, were you in person? Singing.
0: Live I remember, in person? I remember, with her or? No, I, I remember okay. her singing. I remember uh, her singing a little bit of a song wow. and, you know, saying what a great interview it was. I remember her talking about Oprah and about, mm-hmm. you know, other how she felt that she was a mother to many women. Mm-hmm. And um, I think she had a son, if I remember correctly. Um, but she, it was just her whole, whatever happened in her life, she was able to see it as a gift. truly. Truly, right. I mean, truly. Yeah. I mean, I can't say yeah. that to you. I can't. I mean, I can try to say it. I can try. to, Yes, it all turns out. But you know, we all have our own little senses of anger and upset and sadness. But sure. she really transformed it, Jill. It—it it wow. just to her, you know. She's just one of those. It reminded me almost of Mother Teresa. You know, that kind of. It, it reminds it was, me. Yeah, it reminds me of that prayer.
1: If the only prayer you say is thank you, that would be enough. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't know who said that I should, but um, I think, you know, when you say gift and learning to see everything as a gift, I see everything now kind of as a lesson. I don't know if moving, yes. move moved to the place of seeing it as a gift yet, but I, right. I do see everything now as a lesson. So yeah. I'm not, one of the things when I, you know, when I met Arielle was I got very close with her sister Debbie Ford and yes. she's somebody who changed my life because she taught shadow work. And then once you learn shadow work, you realize you can never point the finger at anybody else but yourself, that everything is a mirror showing you something. And that, I remember that experience is really, she really transformed my life because, you know, unfortunately she, you know, she passed, she came out actually on Oprah about, you know, with her cancer. And she felt she had done her work here, but she's somebody that had really has, has influenced me still to today. When I feel triggered, when I feel reactive about something, yeah. I just say, okay, what is this yeah. showing me about me? What is unhealed within me? So yeah. that, was, that actually is a gift, I could say. That is a gift. It, so, And sorry to, um, you know, it's, I could, I'm sure you and I have so many stories about the people we've interviewed or the people we've worked with. In this Mm. industry and being in this for decades like Mm. we both have, um, if you weren't doing a radio show uh, right now, and I want to, you know, know a little bit more about, uh, because I know you've grown so much, you told me now, I have a podcast now, I'm like, okay, my gosh, I can't keep up with you because you have Voice America show. Um, yeah, and that is no, no. That's
0: the same or? show that's translated, which is really exciting. It's translated to iTunes and Stitcher. So this show will not only be heard on Voice America today, it it will be heard on my channel, on uh-huh. Stitcher, and my uh-huh. channel on iTunes. So that's exciting. It's exciting. I'm finding that
1: podcasts are becoming more popular. Very um, much so. And I think it's because. You know, we don't have sometimes the time to listen to live things anymore. So to have that on-demand programming, I'm finding is um, really valuable now. Um, so I'm so delighted that you are. You've uh, expanded into iTunes, into Stitcher. So, and if people miss this, I don't even know if this is live right now, but if <laughs> it is, yes, it is. Hi, everybody. Yes, it Hello is. Hello, America. Yeah. Um Yeah. It's. I think to be able for people to go over, be able to go back and listen. And, um, you know, played in their car. I think that's where we're moving now, this on-demand programming. Um, so I'm so delighted that you're doing that. If you weren't doing your radio show, what, what, what would you think you'd be doing right now instead of that?
0: You know, people have asked me that. And you know what? I think I'm a closet actor. I think I would love to have been an actor. I really do. Yeah, I think because I I do, I do love it. Um, but I've never. That's not what I've done. Well, it's but it's never I, too late.
1: I mean, you know, look yeah. at what's happening now.
0: How and also the, speaking, the baby which is what I do. Is, I would do more of what I'm doing. I love what I'm doing, so I think I right. do more of what I'm doing. Right.
1: And it is in a in a way. It's. A, I laugh only because you know I I want. You know, I was a lead in all the school plays in high school, but I was a terrible actress. <laughs> so I think that's when I realized. Okay, I think I need to go into broadcasting. So. Because I have a love of having an audience and of, of impacting people, and I'm sure that's sort of what acting in a way does. Um, you know, working with Don Miguel Ruiz that I have for so long, he was a very big influence on my life. He really explained to me that we are all, all actors in our own lives. In our, we're really the actor, we're the director, we're the movie, we're the screen. So we are the, you know, sort of, in a way, we are actors. We're We're playing a role. And um, so I love that analogy.
0: Thank you. All right, we have like about three minutes. We went went through the break, so we didn't even do the break. We just went right through it. So we've got about
1: three minutes left. So, well, well, tell me a little um, bit more about. you know, because I really see you as an as an entrepreneur, and um, well, I am. I've admired I admire you know when I call
0: myself before we close, I yeah. call myself an uncomfortable entrepreneur, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because the up and down of the worrying about the income is not yes. comfortable for me. I just yeah. want to do the work, but yes. this constant, you know, oh, will it work? Will I fill the slot? Will this? I mean, I do it, mm-hmm. but it it's not. It doesn't bring me the joy that just doing the work does. Because I'm always having to think about it. And I think there are some entrepreneurs that just love that. They love the grab and the kill and, oh, I just made the deal. I'd rather have steady. So that part's a challenge for me, to be honest. Well, you're such a positive person. You, You radiate so much positive energy.
1: And I would love for you to share with your listeners what what inspires you the most. I mean, is it having you know what what in the, in your career as a broadcaster, as an amazing host, this right. entrepreneur we've got, one, who's we've got like two
0: um, What inspires yeah. me the most? Um, people, people, mm. people that just uh, I'm so inspired by those people who overcome the obstacles, who've mm. made it happen uh, against the odds. uh, Or people that are just living a life from the beginning that I really admire. You know, maybe didn't go through the strife and struggle, and they're just happy. You know, people who are just happy. You watch them, and they're always, and I, I, that's what inspires me. Mm. Well, and that's what makes you so good at what you do. And nature. Yeah, and nature. So good at what you do. And that's what makes you good, because you you
1: authentically want to help people change their lives. Yep.
0: All right, we got it. We gotta go, Jill. I, love I really that about appreciate it. You. If any of, if any of these, if any of you listening today would like to work with Jill, she's a wonderful publicist. I'm so happy you interviewed me today, and I really oh, appreciate it, Jill. Oh, was fun. It went, and it went fun. way too fast. We'll have to do it I again. Know. All right. And, um, All thank right. you so much, Patricia. All right. Welcome. Stay, stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks. Remember, okay. stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need. Know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin right here on voiceamerica.com, and this show is also on my channel through Voice America. It's on Stitcher, and it's on iTunes. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be back with you next week. Bye for now.
1: Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaVariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio.